0: All right, guys, the competition resumed this past weekend. The Rogue Invitational, the 2020 Rogue Invitational, what is this, the second year that Rogue has had something? believe so. Yeah, I think so. What was back in action other than the UFC? Was there a little bit of golf or something this weekend? Was golf back?
1: Yeah, go- yep, I think so.
0: Go- you think so? You don't follow golf, Todd? Not no, was, as close
2: as you do, evidently. husband well,
0: in the background said it was, even though I know there was no golf on our television, so I have no idea. Saw some,
2: saw some reruns of some cornhole tournaments on ESPN. Oh yeah,
0: dude, <laughs> cornhole has been on. Like that, those guys are legit.
2: Guys and girls. I think the girls are better than the guys.
0: I, I've not, I didn't, I've not watched a lot of it, and I've not seen a lot, but I've only seen guys. They're typically about hundred pounds overweight. And but
2: yeah, they're not fit,
0: but really, it's impressive that they're so good at that sport. But I guess we can have that debate one day is it a sport or is it a challenge? But Todd, you, you, how many hours of the Rogue Invitational would you say you watched 20, 30? (laughs) We just, I just kept running it nonstop as soon as it started.
1: We ran it, then ran it back. No, just kidding. Um, I watched one event on Saturday, I believe. And then uh, on Sunday, I think watched two of the workouts potentially, and it was uh it was cool. It was obviously refreshing to to get some 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 positive positivity out of the CrossFit space. Um, and I thought, which was really really interesting and, and exciting, quite frankly, was to see a totally virtual competition, but we be run in such a way that was so effective. Um, that it looks like something that potentially could happen going forward to where it's like now, you know, depending on what goes on with COVID or just the world in general, or just, it just creates new opportunities in the space of like, Hey, you can have people at their own gyms across the world. You can run an event to where they have a central timer that they all start at the same time. You've got judges in place um you've got contingency plans if if internet goes up back goes out with um, live scoring so you can still keep track of that during the workouts um the footage all in all was pretty good i think you had like, a chance to see people do the workouts which were which were neat i thought it was it was just a lot of fun i didn't expect much fun from it um but got got sucked into it which was cool
0: yeah i don't watch a lot of crossfit competition and i mm. i I caught bits and pieces of it. I watched the clean and jerk event, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a little bit of fun of Coach B. He needs to get some better Wi-Fi at his house. It was, it was so, it was like watching my dad watch, you know, the internet. Like, they'd be like, "What'd you think of that?" He's like, "I can't see it." So, it was, but he eventually got it good. But it, that, that was a lot of. First of all, Tia's, um, actually more than just Tia. They're all stronger than me at this point. what she hit? Two seventy.
2: 270, 270, which means she clean and jerks more than the vast majority of dudes and affiliates all over the world.
1: Jay, would you have been able to hit the ladies'
0: opening weight? What? Yeah, would... well, the the opening weight was like 205, I think. Can you hit that? Pre quarantine of now.
1: <laughs> Today, could you go to it? Could you find a barbell with 205?
2: Hey, it pounds? shouldn't matter whether it was pre quarantine. <laughs>
0: well, I'll right. tell you what I. I, I did a i did some i did a five by five back squat yesterday and I only went up to two twenty five and I can barely walk today so if that's an indication of my queen, I would say maybe not. maybe I would have taken the uh the l on that
2: did but you no, get below it, did you get below parallel in any of those twenty five reps
0: i always oh, i'm it. sure
1: he sure he did his knees touched the whole way up <laughs> you know do <that's laughs> a good good morning with his knees touching on the way up
0: so I want to ask you a few questions about it. Do you, do you think first, firstly, which is easier live or the way they ran it to run the competition?
1: Oh my gosh. Live you're in, you're at least in control of the, the, um, the space for one thing. And then like the, like you're in control of everything when they're standing in front of you, there might be some hiccups and it is still a ton of work to run a live event. But say the timer goes down, everybody's impacted the same way. In a thing where you've got 40 athletes spread out around the world, if something goes wrong with one person and maybe it doesn't impact everybody else, what's the backup plan to make sure that everything still happens? Um, and I thought it's, it, you know, I'm sure back of house, things were a lot more hectic than it looked to us. Um, but once again, I was – pleasantly surprised and really impressed by how smooth it all looked to the, to the consumer. Um, and the fact that it was even consumer-friendly in general, I thought was impressive.
2: What was, I just, the, I, what was the, the time gap? Like, what was the largest uh, difference in time zone? Do you, do you know? In Australia,
1: Kara's Cara, so hours I guess, was doing it in the middle of the night. It was like 1
0: a.m. She's Holy doing the workouts shit. at, like, 1 a.m. in the morning. Lily's there judging. Um,
1: that, was
0: the, that was the first thing I saw, thought of when I turned it on. Like, very quickly, I was like, wait, this is live. Somebody's got to be in a different weird time oh, zone. Oh,
1: dude, it, yeah, all the, all the way across the board. So, so then, you you know, it's impressive enough that they were able to pull it off. It was equally impressive what the athletes were able to do in the different time um, in the different time zones, I think. um, And then you look at the workouts. If you guys, I don't know if you guys paid much attention to those. Um, I believe it was Spieler and um, Bridges that programmed them in the workouts were very well done in the sense that it tested everything you needed to test. They had some slight twists on things. Um, I think one of the other things that was really impressive is they did a good job of create picking movements that allowed for movement standards that, um were pretty easy. They're pretty black and white. You know what I'm saying? So they, you know, Rogue had done their due diligence. They had professional judges on site, you know, making sure that the movement was good. But it was also nice for me as a, a viewer on TV to be able to watch and not, you know, be going, oh, well, that guy's clearly not meeting the same standard that that guy over there is. It was like the movements were programmed in such a way to where it was either a good rep or it was obviously not a good rep. You know what I'm saying? Which I think takes a lot of talent to, or a lot of, I I don't know if talent's the right word, but a lot of thought and preparation and experience to be able to do something like that from the programming side of things.
0: For the record, the women's weight started at 195. I feel like I could have hit that. No chance. (laughs) Oh, here's the other question with that. They had to do as a tiebreaker
1: before the event started, which was- I like that. I like that. Yeah. You had to do seven-
0: clean and jerks at 165 in a minute? Uh, Yeah, 255 for the men, 165 for the women, one minute time cap.
1: Seven reps. Can you do seven reps at 165, Jay, in a minute? No way.
0: Yeah, I could do that. (laughs) No way. no way. Yes, I could do that. Uh
1: Um,
0: So let me ask you guys both a question. Would you rather fly to competition and, and compete or compete out of the comfort of your own box and home, but at a really awkward time.
2: Florida competition.
1: Yeah. I think the, I think the, like there's a ton of value in being on the Florida
2: competition. Number
1: one,
0: but knowing that experience in the
1: com- no- com- camaraderie because it's,
0: well, it's, I mean,
2: head to head is always different.
0: It's always my different. My point so being, my point, not so much, everyone's training by themselves. So everyone's at that disadvantage by training by themselves. I'm saying more so, it's hard to obviously do that. But for Kara, you know, she's, she's training at one in the morning, which is harder, I should say. You know, dealing with travel, dealing with staying at a hotel, dealing with eating out of, you know, a, a hotel refrigerator, or being in the comfort of your home, but having to hit a workout at one in the morning.
2: I'd still rather yeah, do it head to head in person.
0: Yeah, I think I think anybody that likes to compete
1: enjoys the 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 actual battle of being head to head, being next to somebody, and doing that.
2: As a non athlete, Jay, said, you wouldn't you wouldn't understand this. <laughs> you wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, Peloton, you're on the video, anyways. It doesn't yeah, yeah. matter, right? It's live. It's, it's lasting, live, lasting, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I think this is it. It brings just different factors to the equation, right? You've got people that maybe don't perform as well on the big stage, head to head, and so now they're in the comfort of their home and maybe they're able to actually express and show their their capacity and their skill um, at a level that they're not able to do on the competition floor. Um, I don't know whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, but I also, you, you mentioned, Carol working out at one in the morning, that had to make it very difficult um, evidently they couldn't have any music on, so there was no music. So think about doing that. I think I noticed that a few of them had like earbuds in or whatever, so they could have their own music, but you couldn't have any live music playing. Cause I think that would mess up the feed and all of that stuff. So I don't know, man, that would be uh, that'd be tough. And then also not having any gauge of where your competitors are at, that creates a completely different approach to the workout, which I think, in some senses, is pretty good. I don't know if you guys saw the snatch event, where oh, Sam Briggs no. finished like she did, like two hundred and ten snatches, right? Yeah, it was like forty reps ahead of the next closest female competitor, somewhere in that ballpark, and it was nearly a hundred reps better than any guy got in the same event. It
0: was just ungodly. Did, she just didn't know. What
1: she don't. You did, yeah, right? you're going in, yeah, you're going until you can't go anymore. Like whereas if this is a competition and she sees everybody else bow out. She saves herself 40 reps, and maybe that doesn't crush her for the next day. You know what I mean? So what was Um, the
0: layout of that event? Can you explain it?
1: um, So I believe that one was – they had – there was like one part of the event was 50 snatches for time. and It was power snatch
0: 95-65, first four minutes, 50 reps for
1: time. So it's 50 reps for time, and I don't know. I think that was maybe a scored portion of it, and then – they get that done. You have four minutes to do that. And then they had a, a, a minute rest. So at minute five, they start um, death by snatch. And I forget what they started at. Was it 11 reps or 12 reps or something? It was, like that. yeah, it was
2: right around there.
1: You do like 11 reps in the, you know, the fifth minute, and then you've got to do 12, in the six, 13, With the and same seven, weight. Same weight. So you've already so, put 50, you've already done 50 by the way, and most people did them unbroken, okay. And then they went ahead and just, you know, went on the minute every minute adding a rep. And dude, yeah, it was was impressive in general. So
0: so she went multiple rounds where no one else was actually doing anything?
1: No, yeah. Two or three minutes worth of that, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, because I saw-
2: Because spectators couldn't say anything either, right? I don't know. I don't know. The I'm details pretty sure. Of of that I'm pretty sure there was a some sort of like rule or whatever there where like spectators could not talk. So like, it, you know, if we were watching Jay work out and you and I were there, Todd and I was looking at the feed, I couldn't tell Jay where everybody else was. Like, I I don't think that was allowed.
0: I saw that the judges had earbuds in, so I wonder what they what kind of feedback they were getting and if there was like our friends. I know Rob Lawson and Drake are typically involved with robe. Ah, uh, the invitational. I wonder if they were involved, and there was some sort of call going on, like a head judge for these for the yeah, movements. Yeah, I think they they
1: were the head judges, and I think it was to get everybody on the same page, make sure that all the athletes were ready to go. And then I think my understanding was once the event started, you were to take out the ear plug or like turn it off, so that way your focus was just on the athlete and scoring the event appropriately. But but think about that. Like you got forty athletes around the world. That means you got forty judges with them. And you've got to be in communication with all of them over via like technology. It's one thing to have the 40 of us judges at the games in a room and you communicate everything to our faces and we're there to practice it. 40 people spread out all over the place, especially Jay, you'd be like scrolling Instagram or eating who knows what, you know, and you wouldn't be paying attention. And then the event would about to start and you'd be asking questions. What's the event again? Yeah, well, how do
2: I how do I count these reps? How many reps
0: again? Yeah.
2: Do they have There's to like stand the ball away? I don't understand. we were, we're kneeling
0: means. on the on that turf this past year and I was like sitting and Jenny was like <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting you're sitting, sitting criss- down. yeah, like legs
1: crisscrossed on the thing and I'm looking over, everybody else is on a knee and Jay's just behind a pylon in the shade, eating jelly beans out of his pocket. <laughs> Those were
0: Skittles. The the, that turf is so uncomfortable.
2: It's that definitely turf. hot.
1: Don't don't worry about the rest of us. That it just have to you know, it's take hot it for and the team. And it's like needles going into your knee. You're the only person that decides that you're more important than the event. No, no, I'm so, just going to sit here.
0: So, I think for them to level it up to take it to the next level, they'll get a camera person at every facility filming everybody going forward because while it was fun to watch watching it on your screen the you know for some people it was far away especially when they had the 20 people on there but i think in the future they're going to be even closer you're going to have different angles you'll maybe have some some chats with the athletes i think it's going to be they're going to rogue is going to figure out a way to make this even better
2: i don't know yeah and just, i don't know it, that... it, be- it becomes it becomes a lot to vigil- to visually digest when you have more movement so that's the other thing with regard to uh, to programming. Back to what Todd brought up earlier was not only just the the simplicity from a judging standpoint, but from the si- the simplicity or the or the not simplicity, the workout design, such that everything can be in the frame, and we still are having a good test of fitness. We're like, this is your box, and you can't leave that box because they need to stay in the frame. Um, that's I, not that's not easy to do either.
1: Yeah, that was I think. You know, you, you think about getting a camera guy at each place. Think about the expense to 40 that forty
2: camera. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, no no think- chance. I think I think where they can where they can add some value and start to improve it would be being a little bit better at being able to pull up one of the feeds of the yeah. athlete that's either performing best. I think and like cutting away the people that yeah aren't doing as well and just focusing on the four in the lead or something like that. I think that's where they've got some opportunities to. To Which improve is, and continue to, to to kind of take things to the next level, but that also being said, we don't know that this is going to happen like this again. Hopefully, next year they get to do another live in person event. I think this just shows that there's possibility out there possibility. for it if needed.
2: I mean, it's good that that it's good to realize that I don't know. Almost no matter what, you could still make it go down, and it would still be a fair a fair test. Well, that's what i'm saying too as fair as you could make it obviously we we would agree that like if you're in australia at doing it at midnight that's totally different than doing it at noon
0: but i'm Um, sure sure in fairness they were given the opportunity to travel somewhere she could have traveled x amount of hours one way or the other if she really wanted to you know she might can't
1: leave she couldn't have left australia jay that doesn't like they're stuck there
0: okay well (laughs) In the future, if there's no pandemic as well going on, she could have went five hours one way or the other. But think about, you know, talking about, you know, watching the leader in 2008, they didn't even get Jason Khalifa winning the event. I think five hours,
2: I I think five hours one way or the other is in the middle of the ocean. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you know, get on a boat, whatever it takes. <laughs> uh, this, is not a, this is not a geography class, yeah, Let's yeah, just got it. We're talking about fitness here. Yeah. So, But in 2008, Kalipa's dad catches the footage of him winning the event, from what I understand. So to like you're saying, Todd, at some point, everything's – this is the first year, and it was already better than probably the first four years of the CrossFit Games from a media perspective.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. They've they've learned a lot and I'm sure they've tapped on the shoulder of a lot of the resources out there that have already gone through the experience of the media stuff with the games through previous years. So, um, it's, I just was, you know, obviously pleasantly surprised. I was super impressed. It was refreshing to watch something, um, similar to you guys. Like I, up until this point, I don't know that I've watched a single event in any of the sanctionals last year or this year up until this point. Um, so to to flip it on by chance and then to have it draw me in to want to watch more, I think is just says a lot right there. Like I, I said, know. for it to, to for it, for it to be something that was so easy for a spectator to watch and enjoy, um, and then for them to pull it off on the back end is once again just super impressive. Yeah, I mean but, the only
2: thing that would with with probably just reps is figuring out how to up the broadcast, yeah. um value of it, it, it like which which again, I'm sure having, I'm sure they've already figured out ways to do it. I'm sure they did an immediate debrief and they're like, all right, let's change this and this. Like,
0: are, I mean, are Bill and Katie two of the smartest people on the planet?
2: I mean, they're great. From, and a, they from a standpoint of like surrounding people. Yep.
0: Yeah. So I, I mean, they do some incredible things. I mean, know. think about the, think about just the general, uh, thoughts about Rogue. Everything that went down in CrossFit, Rogue should buy it. Now they throw on this competition and it's like people just believe in, in Rogue and because of the what they've already created over the last I mean
1: it's, it's, it's consistency and it's high quality like there is yeah. that's the thing and you, you talk whenever people ask them about equipment or anything else it's like anything that you get from them anything that they do you there is a standard and you know that it is going to be
2: met they have over delivered from day one and continue to over deliver i mean you you know i would love to just peel back some of the onion on on like on some of the intricacies of that business just with regard to customer service how they design their website like how they like all of that stuff i mean little things like if you do either one of you have the rogue app where you can order equipment from there or anything from there not on the app no i do it on the website so they send me Uh, equipment Well, yeah, yeah, but you're not, you're not sponsored by Rogue. You're sponsored by, you know,
0: (laughs) that puppy puppy dog right there.
2: (laughs) But they have just like little things there where they have like the tracker as far as like where your equipment's at, whether it's been picked, whether it's packaged, whether it's ready for shipment, where it's at in shipment, what, like just little things like that are, they go a long way. Like I'm never at any point, I'm like, where's my shit? You know? Um,
0: My my best Rogue story is in... When, when I first opened Albany CrossFit, I, I used, I mean, you would just piece together stuff, right? And then Rogue comes out, and I bought a couple of things from, from Rogue. And then, again, Faster comes along, and I became buddies with John Gilson. And, and my Rogue bars and, and again, Fast, Faster bars were breaking around the same time. And I remember reaching out to Rogue, and I was like, hey, this happened. They were like, cool, next day, three new bars or whatever. Again, Faster sends me, like, the ring from the bar with a bunch of instructions on how to fix it. And I was like, noted, never order from anyone other than Rogue ever again. You know, it's just like, that's who they are. And because of that, I think that's why they have such lifelong fans and followers. Now, I was interested, Todd, if you go, I'm looking at event six. For time, twenty one fifteen nine deadlift, 275-185 overhead squat, 155-105. And that is an old school crossfit.com workout way back in the day, but it used to be a 225 for the dead and and
1: 135 for the, for the
0: overhead squats, By by the way, so it's just um, a go ahead. But to me, it's just like the evolution of this sport is ridiculous. Dude, if you would have watched that, and I don't –
1: pull up the scoreboard. Tell me the guy that the, – the, the, the male that won. This dude um,
0: went bananas. I don't know if I can find who won right, uh, he, right here now. but he was, a, he was a newer athlete. I
1: don't – Oh, I mean, he was a lead board. Yeah, what's his name?
0: Man, event six. Colton Mertens.
1: Dude. This
0: guy look 2 at, minutes look at and 42 seconds and the, the he's next 45 closest 45 seconds above yeah no Yeah,
1: the next closest guy was 330 bro he went crazy on that thing he went unbroken and two. he went unbroken on everything until he got to the nine deadlifts and I think he broke twice in the nine deadlifts cuz at that point he <laughs> was just completely busted but like it was so in- Press. All right. it was like his his deadlifts were reckless but his overhead squats were like just textbook man it was great to see somebody what? go that hard and to perform that well relative to the to the rest of the field like that's pretty impressive what weights do we have to use to be 242 nope. one I, l- listen I can't deadlift 135 or 95 pounds as fast as he deadlifted 275 my body does not deadlift that
0: fast. I would say for us it would have to be 95 on the dead, 65 on the overhead squats.
1: <laughs> My overhead squats would be all right, it's, you know, somewhere between you, 65 and 95. But deadlifts, I don't move that fast with them, dude. It was And you have to just keep so in mind what,
0: what the deadlifts are doing to your midline.
1: Oh, dude, it was crazy. And, and looking at how broken everybody else was and the fact that he was nearly a minute faster, it was impressive. man. if you haven't – If you haven't seen that event, you should go back and and watch it. I'll go check that uh, out for sure. It's worth a watch. That, along with Tia cleaning and jerking 270 after she had already won the event, but she wasn't positive. So she went ahead and just added, you know, she had won it at 265 and was like, let me make sure this is the case. And hit 270. Hit
0: 250. So that means she hit like three additional lifts beyond that. No, no, I'm sorry. Laura Horvath hit 260. Horvath, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, they were yeah. going so up by like fives, so that means yep, she yep. had one extra lift.
1: Yeah, she wanted it at 265, but wasn't positive, so she hit 270. And by the way, it looked like at uh, that, it at was that a point, joke. it looked like, that looked it looked like it, it definitely looked was it in the
2: cards. It, oh, 300 for sure. It definitely looked better than Chandler Smith's.
0: <laughs> oh, my, dude. <laughs> she looked like she was getting out of the bottom as if I had, like, PVC on my back.
2: That's how fast she got out of the bottom oh, of that girl. squat. <laughs> Listening to Coach Bergner uh, talk, who doing the um, the uh, the commentary for that, he was like, "Look at him! Look at that left foot just up on his toes."
0: <laughs> Coach Bergner, I was man. like,
2: I, "That's you." I watch stuff like that, and I'm like, "This is what genetics is about, dude." Like some people Aww. are just superior human beings to other, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "That would have broken me in that half." Was
1: yeah, 360 pounds or 365, oh, something like that, that he God. hit. And then it was just on his shoulders, and he's like, I'm just getting this over my head. Don't even worry about it. It's just oh, going when up he, there. I don't when even he know.
2: Goes, I when he goes to rack it and adjusts his hands, I was like, there's no way this bar goes overhead. I mean, there's zero chance. And he basically does a quasi push press to get there. Oh. And I'm just like, holy shit. I think. God, oh, that guy in, is strong. When we so look, good. Back, so when cool, we look man. back at so cool. this
0: period of time, we're going to look back and say, like, this is one of the biggest jumps that we've seen in fitness and athleticism amongst amongst the Games athletes. And I wonder if it's just because of the quarantine. Like, what else do we have to do but train and recover and eat, right? Like, because some of those jumps and, I mean, and just the, the fitness we saw at this and probably also because all the other competitions were gone, so they were pretty fresh for this and can just focus on it. I think we just saw some incredible feats this past weekend it was it was definitely neat like every single
1: event had one person do something that was just like jaw dropping that's like what we talked about already that Sam Briggs performance on that snatch workout was unreal Tia doing the first 50 unbroken and looking as amazing as as like like each rep looking nearly identical was pretty impressive Chandler's a cyborg dude crazy bro
0: and so Cara cool. coming back from pregnancy, by the way. Still do you think oh yeah. Do you think the day before she delivered her baby she was fitter than I was? Yes. 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 I think, <laughs> I,
2: think I think during, the labor, I think during labor. I think during labor she could have out outfitness. Right, like so in say, the midst of giving childbirth. She could say she goes
0: into something. labor, pushes the baby out, say twelve hours later. How long of a window do I have where I can beat her at a workout?
2: Only if, as far as like she's sedated. Only, only <laughs> yeah, yeah. until
0: the doctor lets her out of the hospital. <laughs> Even under sedation, like with yeah. what do they call had... where they numb you up.
2: <laughs> yeah, if she if she did like a spinal, yeah, then yeah. if yeah, if she had an epidural, then yeah, that's the only chance you have it beating. Performance
0: enhancing? Who knows? Maybe that would have helped her. Yeah. So yeah, And then la- last thing I want to talk about is, you know, this is just further proof that the fittest rise to the top, right? Like, doesn't matter where, when, how. Vellner, you know, who was probably going into it, I would say is the favorite, you know, based on performance at the games. And of course, Tia, I mean, the fittest rise to the top. That's something, you know, our friend Justin Berg always used to say to us when it came to the games and regionals. It's like the goal is to crown the fittest. So when people would whine about this and that, we'd always just look back and be like, who won? Oh, Froning? Oh, Frazier? Oh, Tia? You know, the fittest rise.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the point. Like everybody, like there has to be some production value to it. But the point is to find whoever the fittest person is. And if people, and it's interesting because everybody has their own. They, the, there's obviously the fan favorites, you know. And people are are people who get butthurt because they don't make it into the top ten or the, you know, there was a lot of that at the games last year. And it's like, well, they should have done better on the on the first couple workouts. Like the order of the workouts shouldn't matter if you're gonna win. Right. You know, yeah. And might, nobody it, it, nobody it, likes to hear that.
0: Yeah, it'll you know we can talk about that, but it'll it'll influence the standings for a minute, and then ultimately Frazier's winning or, what what was Frazier's deal? He's hurt or he was hurt? He he was. not get to train.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I think think that's that's what he said. Yeah.
0: You think I could have beat him while he's hurt? Nope.
2: No (laughs) chance. No way. I don't think you could beat Sammy. <laughs> his wife's you. I've actually worked yeah, out yeah. with Sammy. because you know yeah, yeah. Was, she would she was she would at crush Roo you when I was yeah, in the she's North getting East. fitness just l- purely by being around him she's fitter than you
0: she's making all that food you know so she's she's eating well a little unfair a little unfair but anyway all right good coverage of the Rogue Invitational Todd you you watched you know the majority of it or more of it than we did anything dad
1: oh man once again it was just a, a breath of fresh air to have have some good positive stuff going down. It was exciting to see the the best athletes in in the world thrown down. And then just the production value of something that I'm sure there was uncertainty going into it. There was from my end as a a consumer of it. Um, And the way they pulled it off is, I guess – exactly how I'd expect Rogue to pull something off. So it was cool, man. Really, really cool. Yeah, no,
0: Knowing it was theirs, I think everybody just expected it to be quality. So, yep. all right. Well, we we'll look forward to it again. And hopefully there's, I mean, it, it was like the UFC. Everybody was super excited. We got to fight back. And now they're on every weekend. Roz is like, you know, Saturday night. I know what you're doing. So hopefully we'll see that in the crossover world too. And in the meantime, I'll just keep staying fit, staying ahead of you, Fern.
2: And good luck. (laughs) Good luck. You're going to need it. I'll I'll probably have to get injured for you to beat me.
0: Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor. Head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself Hit us up best of their day at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at best hour of their day. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community, and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting best hour of their day.